Welcome to the Liberated Porch Podcast. I'm your host, Kit Morgan, a licensed social worker and therapist. In this podcast, I explore topics of finding liberation through social justice and mental health. Thank you so much for joining me on the porch today as we explore the holidays and its effects on our mental health. Today, I'm going to start something different. This is the beginning of a mini-series about mental health during the holidays on the Liberated Porch. The holidays can take such a toll on mental health, and I want to speak more to that and how to move through that. When I started the Liberated Porch podcast, it was about sitting down and having conversations, but part of porch sitting is also about observation. I remember growing up sitting on my porch. Sometimes it was with others, other times it was alone. When I sat alone on my porch, it gave me a reset. I watched people pass by and would have brief conversations with them or sometimes observe them silently as I sat. Other times it was observing neighbors from across the street and learning from them various ways to live. And I guess in going solo on these holiday episodes, I'm hoping that this is a kind of reset as the holidays can be an excellent way to reset the way that we think and we live and move through life. Thanksgiving is this week, and like many holidays, its origins come from oppression. There has been an increase in canceling holiday celebrations because of their historical origins. First Thanksgiving was held in 1621, and initially this was going to be a fast something that pilgrims and Puritans did as a type of religious practice. But what ended up happening during this time was there was a celebration of a mutual defense pack where it was coming to a truce with the pilgrims and Native Americans. And the pilgrims did not invite the Native Americans to celebrate this truce. And what they did was they shot their guns up in the air as a kind of celebration. Well, then the Native Americans thought that this was breaking the treaty. And so they ended up coming. And whenever they showed up and the pilgrims look at the situation that they had caused and and created, and they thought, okay, what are we going to do to clear up this miscommunication that we had done, they ended up offering food to the Native Americans. And then there was a three-day lawn feast. And with this feast, this feast was self-serving. It was upholding the white supremacy from the pilgrims coming and taking indigenous land. And With this, in years to come after that, there were other Thanksgivings, and what this was was actually celebrations of white colonizers continuing to take the land of indigenous people. So here you have these white colonizers that are saying, I'm so thankful for this land that God has given us where what they were doing was they were enacting violence upon indigenous people. And so this wasn't about God. This was about violence and white supremacy. 
This idea of gratitude was further weaponized and used as a tool of divisiveness whenever it was declared a national holiday by Abraham Lincoln. During the Civil War era, Southerners called Thanksgiving a Yankee abolitionist holiday. Turkeys, cranberries, and pumpkin pie were considered the holy trinity for a Thanksgiving table in that era, while these ingredients were harder to come by in the South. Turkeys were swapped for chicken, cranberries for custards, and pumpkin pie for sweet potato pies in the antebellum South. The idea of gratitude for Thanksgiving was served as political propaganda and was reflected even in the menus. It's no wonder why Thanksgiving sparks political debates and divisiveness during this holiday with its lawn origins and conflict. Gratitude is a practice that has been used as a weapon to wield power. You should be grateful is a phrase to carry hidden meanings and could often be exchanged with, you should be more submissive. You should be quiet. You should stop making me feel uncomfortable. Because gratitude has been weaponized, the very word can be aversive to those who have been hurt by this word. What if gratitude empowered rather than disempowered others? What if rather than forcing gratitude upon a person, it was done by free will? But this begs the question, why practice gratitude? Gratitude isn't silver lining reality. It is acknowledging reality and what it has offered us to survive, succeed, and grow. It can be a simple or profound acknowledgement. It can be a silent meditation, private thought, or part of conversation. How often do we spend acknowledging what is going wrong in life than what is going well? Gratitude helps us in finding balance to recognize our struggles while also holding space for honoring the good. Practicing gratitude at least once daily can help us improve our mental health and physical health. Research indicates that gratitude helps us sleep better, strengthen our immune system, and regulate our mood with greater effectiveness. When we hyperfixate on what's going poorly in our lives, it affects our stress hormone called cortisol, which affects our sleep, immunity, and mood regulation. Acknowledging what's good or improving in our life can help us start to feel like we aren't stuck or trapped through the process of cognitive restructuring. This is rewiring our thoughts to aid in problem solving and finding contentment even whenever things are hard. Starting a new habit can be difficult, but it can be easier when we pair it with an older, healthy habit that we are able to do with automatic ease. So let's take, for instance, brushing our teeth. You could think of one aspect you're grateful for every time you brush your teeth. Or maybe you consider what you are grateful for when you're driving to or from work. Or when you are lying in bed, instead of thinking of next day's to-do list, considering things you're grateful for in the past month. When we work towards reducing divisiveness in our mind and finding balance from within, we are going to be more likely to find unity with other people. Gratitude by free will, not through coercion, 
can be a pathway towards finding and creating authentic peace. If you are interested in learning more about finding liberation with your mental health and well-being, please check out my website at theliberatedporch.com. I have some exciting things happening there, including a new course about lifting the winter blues. It's a six-lesson brief course that offers you the education and tools to help you enjoy the wintertime rather than dread it. Thanks again for joining, and I will see you next time on The Liberated Porch.